Hello and welcome to episode number 58 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host Aaron Vaughn and this is the show where we rip open a wax pack each week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, spread the pure joy that is ripping open wax packs. We'll also have a segment called Kurt Facts, where my brother Curtis researches players from the previous episode, and I pass that information along to y'all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts, among other places. Um, new episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans charities, so contact us and we'd be happy to, to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can or just help you figure out the best way to donate to veterans and their families. Uh, today we'll, we will be discussing 1984 Tops, one of my favorite sets. Donner, 84 Donners is my favorite set in the Junk Wax era, but 84 Tops, all the 84s are great, but 84 Tops is awesome. Um, we'll be looking for uh, Daryl Strawberry and Don Mattingly rookies, along with other Hall of Famers and cards that uh, um, may have stuck in our minds from back in 1984 when uh, my, my brother and I, Curtis, talk about it a lot um, at this time, um, and this is one of our favorite sets, and hopefully we find one of those cards, but uh, no matter what, we'll have fun opening the Wax Pack. Um, again, thanks for everybody's support. Uh, check out CB's Tend to Check Out, our other podcast that is, is about music. Um, my brother, Curtis, uh, he looks up information and talks about um, gives us information to, that I talk about uh, with 10 different songs and we play a little snippet of each song. Um, he gives us what he thinks about the song and what it means and then we, we ask for your comments so that we can tell what you think the song means and we hope that you will listen to each one of those songs and more of their music, those artists' music, music on um, your favorite streaming service. Um, it's just a fun um, podcast about music so check out cvs tend to check out when you get a chance there's uh, three episodes out right now um at this point let's do our kurt facts um our kurt facts from this past episode were from uh 1994 opeachy um so episode 57 curtis says um he uh said there are a lot of Hall of Famers in this one, and we think it's because it was such a small set, but it was a great pack to open. So, uh, Kurt Facts from 1994 OPG from the last episode, 57. Sammy Sosa was pulled, and while I already did a bit on him in a previous episode, I had to at least restate his career stats since they are amazing. He finished his career with a lifetime average of 273, 2,408 hits, which is 123rd all-time, 609 homers, which is 9th all-time, 1,667 ribbies, which is 31st all-time, 1,475 runs scored, which is 79th all-time, and he's he's one of only 30 players to hit at least 50 homers in a single season and one of only a handful of players to do it four times in his career. However, steroid allegations have stopped him from being named to the Hall of Fame. Still amazing stats there. Uh, Edgar Martinez was pulled, and while I already did a bit on him in a previous episode, I had to at least restate his crew stats since they're amazing. 
I remember reading a story about him having tiny golf balls, uh, golf ball sized uh, balls with colors and numbers on them pitched at him and he would call out the color and number. He did this to train his eyes and he was one of the best ever to be able to pick out what pitch was coming. He's in the Hall of Fame and one of the first primarily DHs to be inducted. He finished his career with a lifetime average of 312, 312, which is 97th all-time, on-base percentage of 418, which is 23rd all-time, 2,247 hits, which is 173rd all-time, 514 doubles, which is 54th all-time, 309 homers, which is 140th all-time, and 1,261 RBIs, which is 132nd all-time. He also spent his entire 18 career uh, year career with the same team, which is Seattle. That doesn't happen much anymore. So that's pretty awesome. Wade Boggs was pulled, and he's in the he's a Hall of Famer and one of the best hitters that I got to see for an entire career. I put him up there with Tony Gwynn. I remember him being very superstitious in that he ate chicken before every game. That he made a living slapping doubles the, the opposite way off the Green Monster in Boston. He finished his career with a lifetime average of 328 which is 39th all-time, on-base percentage of 415, which is 28th all-time, 3,010 hits, which is 30th all-time, 578 doubles, which is 24th all-time, 1,014 RBIs, which is 280th all-time. He also finished 9th all-time in third-base assists, showing what a solid defender he was as well. Man, amazing stats there. Um, David Cohn was pulled, and while I already did a bit on him in a previous episode, uh, I'll just reiterate that he finished his career with 2,668 strikeouts, which is 27th all-time and is one of the only 23 pitchers to ever throw a perfect game. Greg Maddox was also pulled, and while I did a previous bit on him in a, um, before, um, I'll just reiterate that he's probably the greatest all-around pitcher that I've got to see for a whole career. He's a Hall of Famer who received Gold Glove Awards for defensive excellence by a pitcher for 18 straight years. His career wins of 355 is eighth all-time. His career strikeouts of 3,371 are 10th all-time. And for most of his career, he didn't throw harder than 87 miles per hour. The most pinpoint control I've ever seen. That's true. Wow. Great, unbelievable stats for a guy that didn't throw very hard. Like these days, guys just throw so much harder and then don't have as much control, it seems. Uh, Mark Witten was pulled, and I decided to look into him further just because he played for my favorite Cleveland Indians for a while, and I liked, um, always liked his nickname of hard-hitting Mark Witten. He had a journeyman-like 11-year career, the highlights of which are probably when he hit four homers of 12, of 12 players in history to do this and drove in 12 runs. This is tied for the most in, uh, ever in a game in the September 1993 while playing for the Cardinals. He was known to have a cannon of an arm and threw a lot of base runners out trying to stretch hits or score on him. But the biggest thing I remember about his arm is when he pitched one inning for Cleveland and struck out the side. <laughs> wow, four homers in the game and had 12 RBIs. Again, that's amazing. I don't care if that's from Little League on up. That's pretty amazing. He did that in the major leagues. All right, Kurt, thanks for the Kurt facts. Appreciate that, sir. All right, let's get to the description of the 1994 top set. Um, or 1984 top set, sorry. 1984 tops is a 792 card single series set. For the second consecutive year, the design featured two photos on the front. Rookie cards in this set include Don Mattingly and Daryl Strawberry. Tops tested a special send-in offer in Michigan and a few other states whereby collectors could obtain direct from Tops 10 cards of their choice. Needless to say, most people ordered the key or most valuable players um, in the printing of a special sheet to keep up with the demand. The special sheet had five cards of Daryl Strawberry, three cards of Don Mattingly, etc. 
The test was apparently a failure in Topps' eyes as they never tried it again. The distribution uh, of 1984 Topps was 36 wax packs per box, um, 15 cards plus one stick of gum per pack, and they were 30 cents a pack. Man, 30 cents a pack. Amazing. Uh, sell-up boxes were 24 packs per box, 28 cards plus one stick of gum per pack, and they were 49 cents per pack. Rack boxes were 24 packs per box, 54 cards per pack for 99 cents per rack pack. Um, there were sugarless racks this year, 36 cards plus 36 sticks of uh, sugarless gum per pack for those that wanted the sugarless gum. And then 500 card vending boxes. Um, there were factory sets and then also Tiffany factory sets. So remember we talked about these before, Tiffany factory sets, they look exactly like the, the regular base card set of top from tops uh, but they were um, they're on a better card stock so and, and there weren't as many of those made usually it's like five to ten thousand are made i'm not sure exactly uh let me see here it might say that but tiffany sets are just they're, they're worth more if you have those every card's worth more um because there are not as many uh produced um says here only only ten thousand tiffany sets were produced so i was close there um you also can find after the year, there's also a Topps Traded set. Um, we won't really show those, but they're 132 cards card set, I believe, is Topps Traded. And it'll have some of the updated rookies and um, Topps uh, cards of people that were traded. And I think a, a big one in that would be the 1984 Topps Traded. Dwight Gooden, was, it was huge at the time because it was that it ended up not being worth as much, but um, at the time it was huge because he had such an unbelievable start to his career. Another guy that was an amazing athlete um, just went down the wrong, wrong road, and we may talk about him at some point. But So that's, that's a little description of 1984 tops. Um, and now we will get to the part of the podcast where we go to YouTube and open up the pack and tell you who the winner of the the wax packs uh, the free wax packs you'll get plus these cards unless it's a strawberry or a um, mattingly rookie i'll probably keep those um, so let's go over to the youtube side now and open up the wax pack right after i give you this message about buzzsprout let me tell you a little bit about buzzsprout we use buzzsprout and it's amazing you start with some gear that you already have in a quiet space and if you want to upgrade buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout's passionate about helping you succeed. Um, if you follow the link in our show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know we sent you and it gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a pay, paid plan and it helps support our show. We love Buzzsprout and um, join over 100 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Try out Buzzsprout today. All right, here's our pack of 1984 tops. Um, our wax pack that we will open now. And uh, if you're on the YouTube, you can see the cards in the pack that we open. Uh, our winner is, that was pulled, was episode 58. Alexander Samford, I think he's won before. He must do a lot of liking of our of our uh, social media stuff. 
So Alexander, you'll be getting uh, some wax packs and these cards, unless it's the Mattingly or Strawberry. I'll probably keep those. All right, here's the pack. It's green. It says 1984 in red with a little yellow um, stripe around that. Uh, Tops Major League Baseball, the real one. Win World Series trips. Play Tops All-Star Baseball game. So 15 cards, uh, picture cards, one stick of bubble gum. So we can't win that anymore, obviously, because it was an old World Series uh, that happened already. <laughs> but there's game cards in there about that. I remember getting those and then throwing those away. I probably should have uh, put in to go to that, but um, I never did that. Um, the back, it shows um, play tops, all-star baseball game, game card inside, no pur purchase necessary to play. I guess you could send in that card. And your World Series trip is worth up to $5,000, and you could get a batting glove worth $2. Huh, pretty cool. All right, so let's go ahead and open this up. Here we go. Here's the back. Looks like it had a pretty good, looks like it's a real pack. Sometimes they get... Who knows? People are so good at uh, faking these packs. I've, I've got these, you know, through auctions and stuff like that. So who knows? Ah, here we go. Crud. Gotta eat the piece of gum. Here we go. Here's the gum. Mm. Oh my. Amazingly awful. And it just disintegrated in my mouth again. All right. So here's what the cards look like. First one is Frank White. So we said it had two pictures on it. So you have the normal in-action picture at the top, or in the middle there, a normal picture. And then at the bottom left-hand corner, you have the other picture just of their head. I think it's like that in most of them, yes. And they're both in-color pictures, which is pretty cool for back in 1984. Then um, it says their name in the bottom middle, right side, it's got bottom, Bottom right side has the position they played, which is second base for Frank White. And then on the left side, going down the side of the card, it says the team they played for on the top right has tops. And the border is just a white border. I love these cards. They're so cool. The back's even cool. I love the colors. you got a dark blue and like a pinkish color there. Pinkish orange, I guess, um, with the stats. The stats are in blue ink. And it looks like it has all their stats from any time they played and probably minor leagues. This one doesn't, but some of them have minor leagues if there are not a lot of the major league stats. Um, and then a little bit about each player at the bottom, I believe, if there's anything of note. Um, so this one was Frank White. He's a good player. A good player. Ooh, Dan Quisenberry. Loved watching him pitch. Next we have Steve Carlton. This is the first card in the set, number one. I just saw this on the computer when I was looking up information and had that picture in there. Steve Carlton. So this is a, a highlight card, gives 1983 highlights, you know, from the year before. And then it tells a little bit about that person. There were a few of these cards. I guess you'd call that a subset in the set. Carlton wins 300th game. He's all-time strikeout king. So it tells about that on there. So highlights cards. Um, Porfirio. Altamirano, hope I said that right. Man, I've never heard of that guy before. Wow, usually I remember putting this set together at that age. <laughs> Don't remember that guy. Dave Dravecki, I think Kurt told us about him once. He's a guy that, uh, I don't know if he lost his arm or he was throwing and busted his arm and he might have had cancer. I can't remember. Curtis, I'm sure, will tell us about him. Um, I think he was a really good guy. Uh, good pitcher, but kind of sad how his career ended there. 
manager card, Joe Torrey. Dave Steve, he's a great pitcher. Had some good years. Uh, here's an AL active career strikeout leader. So here's another kind of little subset there, strikeout leaders. I'm sure they had hitting leaders and that type of stuff too. So this one has Don Sutton, Burt Blylevin, and Jerry Kuzman. This was the all-time active players that were playing at that time, the strikeout leaders who had the most. Here's one of those all-star game um, um, things that you could, little cards that you could send in to try to get one a trip to the to the World Series and or a batting glove or something um, to that effect. But that's what they looked like. I remember I got these and I just went threw them away or something. Um, Joel Youngblood. Britt Burns. Old Britt. Chuck Rainey. Come on, let's go. Don Mattingly, let's go. Daryl Strawberry. Ah, Harold Baines. Man, that guy's a great hitter too. Harold Baines had some great years. Alan Wiggins, I can remember um, um, when he, he was supposed to be this up-and-coming really good player. He had a couple good years, but I don't think that panned out. Alan Wiggins, maybe I'm wrong. Two more cards. Here we go. Let's see. Lee Mazzilli. And, ah, not, ooh, this has got some damage to it. Gary Allenson. It's hard to see, but if you're on YouTube, like right there. That's like it was like something was stuck to it there. Maybe the card before it. And then on the back, look at where the gum had been for all those years. Wow. Look at the damage to the card because of the stupid gum. That's nuts. So that was Gary Allenson. All right. That was our pack. Uh, appreciate you watching on the YouTube side. And we'll go finish up the podcast. And thanks for tuning in to the YouTube side. All right. Remember, we'd love to know any stories that you have about Maybe opening baseball cards when you're young or now. Um, some people are young that listen to this. Some people are my age or older. Um, and we'd love to hear um, your stories of ripping wax packs um, and any or any players that you'd like to talk about or anything from any one of the podcasts. Or you can teach us something about a player or something maybe that we got wrong. So uh, you can always contact us through Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AB's Ripping Wax Packs. And you can see us open the pack from the podcast. Um, and remember, if you like or subscribe or um, any one of those things to our social media outlets, you, your name will be put in uh, to get free wax packs and the cards from one of the episodes of the podcast. Um, we're always looking to promote veterans charity, so uh, get a hold of us to, uh, for us to help you uh, figure out the best way to do that for you. Um, and check out our new podcast, CVs Tend to Check Out, if you could. There's some episodes out of that now. It's a music podcast. Um, and thanks to Kurt for researching for the podcast. Uh, this has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.